The hosts of the Real Life Wellness Podcast are not licensed medical doctors, and this podcast is not a substitute for medical advice or any form of professional therapy, nor is it intended to diagnose, treat, prevent, or cure any illness or condition. All content and information in this podcast is created for informational purposes only. Please seek medical attention for matters relating to your health and never disregard the advice of a medical professional or delay in seeking it because of something you've heard on this podcast. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Real Life Wellness Podcast with Mary and Kisa, where we talk about different ways to integrate healthier habits into your life. I'm Kisa Amaro, and with me, as always, is Mary Preston. Mary, tell us a bit about yourself before we get deeper into, today, into today's topic. Hello, everybody. I'm Mary Preston. I'm a licensed therapist and a life coach, and I work with mental health professionals who are experiencing burnout. And also, I'm just going to let everyone know that my audio is slightly different today. We had some technical difficulties. <laughs> and if you are an audiophile who is very upset by differences in sounds, you will not be as pleased with today's sound. <laughs> but nothing will stop us, and the show will go on. I was going to say, but we're here. So <laughs> we are here, and we are we're ready superior. for you. So, Kisa, tell us about yourself. Well, I'm Kisa Amaro. I'm a certified health coach, and I help ambitious moms get control of their food cravings by going beyond the nutrition and developing a healthy relationship with food and themselves. And my friends, I just kicked off my Lose the Cravings, Lose the Weight Jumpstart program. We have a great group of women who are ready to go beyond the nutrition and look at the relationship to food and themselves. And this is going to help them get control of their cravings. I'm having a great time interacting with these ladies and seeing, you know, what they have been learning through my program and how they're making changes in their lives. So if you are interested in working with me on a deeper, more impactful level and are ready to make lasting changes in your life for you as well as for your family, it's not too late. Let me know if you'd like to be on the list for our next session. If you'd like more information, go to kisaamaro.com slash jumpstart. Yes. And you want to be on the list. I'm just, I'm just telling you all now. Get on that you list. You do. <laughs> because this is amazing. Yes. How about you, Mary? What are you up to these days? I am. Um, so the month of September, we are wrapping up the body neutrality challenge on Instagram, which has been super fun. Um, just mm -hmm. going through different body parts and talking about them in for in, um, in like just form and function and taking away all the drama and judgment out of it. Yeah. Um, and then in October, I am going to start up a five day challenge. Um, basically five days to start loving your body again. It's a kind of a body positivity, body neutrality challenge. Everybody always has questions, right? A lot of people know that it's time to start loving and accepting their bodies again, but they don't know how to get started. And so we're just going to do kind of five days to get that started. And we're going to start that Monday, October 8th. So awesome. Awesome. Definitely awesome. join me for that. Yeah, and I think that's something that's so needed because I think it's something that's not addressed uh, very often when we are looking at, you know, weight loss and just like in the health and fitness industry, it's something that's much needed. So. Yeah, much needed and kind of like, I don't find many um, 
you know, many like how to manuals yeah. on how to loving your body. It's kind of just accept, yeah. expected that when you you're like, oh, right, I'm going to start loving my body the way it is. But there's no manual on how to do that. And I've picked yeah. up a lot of tips and exercises along the way. So I will share a lot of those with you on in my challenge. And that will mostly be done through Facebook. Um, because okay. there, there's going to be more interaction and there's going to be a live video uh, to talk about. Oh, cool. Okay. So are you going to do like some Facebook lives? That's what, is that what's going to Yeah, be? I'm going to do some Facebook lives. I'm going to intro the tool and then um, do a little Facebook live, answer any questions that you guys have about it because there's a lot of confusion, especially when, you know, if disgust is the first feeling that comes up when you look in the mirror, it's kind of hard to jump into it. So a little yeah. bit of support and love through the process. Awesome. Yeah, I like that support. Yeah. And of course, we also have our real life wellness podcast Facebook group. So jump into there too if you have any questions about my program, about Kisa's program, about the podcast, about anything having to do with wellness and health. We are more than happy to jump on and answer your questions. Yeah. So come find we us. Love, we love questions. We do <laughs> love questions. We love them a lot. Yeah. All right, folks. On to our topic of the day, which is today, making peace with the scale. And, what? Uh, yes peace with the scale. If you listen to our last podcast, you know that we got a little bit fired up about using weight as our only health indicator. And so we wanted, we wanted to rant a little bit more. So we're going to talk about this. Yeah, scale. we did. <laughs> uh, we did. We did. It's a good one. You should listen to that one too. Very good. Yeah. Um, so today what we're going to talk about is how we often use the scale as a weapon and how to finally make peace with it. So, um, and basically I hear it constantly in my office, women will come in and after a few sessions, right, usually they come in for like depression, anxiety, um, and they'll say something like, I'm feeling, finally feeling better. I'm ready to lose that last 15 pounds now. And I don't know why, but it's always like 10 to 15 pounds. It's always the magic number. Um, they're usually really enthusiastic about this and it tends to throw them off when my first question to them is why, <laughs> why do you want to lose 15 pounds? Um, Often my clients have come to the office because they've been feeling burnt out, exhausted, they worry often, they don't have the energy for what they used to. Um, but it, it makes sense that the first thing they want to do is change the number on the scale. Um, the number on the scale, the amount of pounds you weigh, has been the indicator for your health for as long as I can remember. Um, after all, we've been fighting the obesity epidemic for years, and I say obesity, quote-unquote, obesity epidemic. Um, I can't remember exactly when I was told that I was supposed to weigh 115 pounds, but at some point, probably around like sixth or seventh grade, I started to sneak into my parents' bedroom and step on the scale. If I was around 115, I felt really good. If the number changed, if it went up at all, I skipped snacks, dessert, I ate less at meals. And unfortunately, this happens at a really young age for most of us. We begin to make associations with that number that shows up on the scale. Um, and I can only speak for myself, but here's what happened for me. The number would go up and with each numeral, I would feel a greater amount of shame, embarrassment, and disgust. I'd feel less worthy, less valuable. I believed that when the number went up, I was lazy, unmotivated, and not a good person. I would then head into the bedroom where the wall mirror was to like pinch my stomach, to look at myself sideways. I'd suck in my belly, push my stomach out, um, you know. I'd check to see if I was getting a double chin. 
uh, flex my arms to see if there was any definition. And I know it sounds funny, but I know there's a yeah. lot of you nodding along with me. Yeah. Right? Like you do yeah. the, you do like the, the look in the mirror to check yourself out and see what's going on there. And for sure. after the number went up, all I could see in those moments were the flaws, right? I didn't see that I was a beautiful young sixth, seventh grader who hadn't even growing to my, grown to my tallest height yet. All I could really see was I just wasn't good enough in that moment. Yeah. But really, like, who picked that number? <laughs> like, I don't know. Did I hear it somewhere? Did I see it in a magazine? Did a doctor say something? I don't even remember. I just knew that that number still pops up in my head sometimes as the perfect weight after all of these years. And folks, I am 38 now. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I went away 115. It's the right, number. Like, sixth, seventh grade, still in my head, same number. I don't know where I ever heard it. But that my belief in that specific number was super strong for so many years. Yeah. Um, so fast forward to my first year in Hawaii, you know, I had just graduated with my bachelor's degree and my now husband and I had just moved to start grad school and I was probably around 175 pounds. Um, and even just a few years ago, I would tell you that story as if I had like completely let myself go. This was when I stopped weighing myself. So that's just the last number I remember. Um, but when I used to tell that story, it was like I was the laziest slob on the face of the earth. And um, I would highlight that point in my life with an exorbitant amount of beer, wine, pizza rolls. I talk about that version of myself with kind of a bit of disgust, honestly. Um, and, then, you know, I talk about how bad I was at that time. Uh, I couldn't exercise. I had let myself go so much. I remember I used to step on the scale every morning. And I know you guys know what I'm talking about, right? Naked after using the bathroom, but before my coffee, because that's when the number would be lowest. Nope. That's the best, best chance of a low number. <laughs> Got to strategize your way in. Right? Because that number was so important yeah. that yeah. like all of those things seemed important. And I would step on the scale and then just tear myself apart if the number hadn't gone lower. And I was really mean. Uh, and if it did move, if it did go down, then I was ecstatic, right? A lower number meant I had stuck to my diet. I had stayed strong. I was getting thinner. Therefore, at some point, I would start to look good again. Um, I just needed to get closer to that magic number. And my success, my mood, how my whole day went was determined by the directional movement of those numbers in the morning. And like I tell that story now, and it sounds a little ridiculous, right? But at the time, it seemed totally normal. My friends and I would talk about our weight, plan out our runs, update each other on our healthy diets, and compare notes. And it's the same story you hear clients telling about themselves, right? You're lazy, sick, fat, and embarrassed about it. And you're worthy only if that number changes for the better. Oh, man. I hear you, Mary. And I think a lot of our listeners can really relate mm -hmm. to your experience. And, you know, we all have our own experiences with the scale. And for most of us, it's not a pleasant one or one that promotes a healthy mindset. Right. Uh, when I sat down to write notes for this podcast, it, you know, occurred me occurred to me. So just like calories, that there was a time when we didn't weigh ourselves. Like we oh. didn't have scales. What I know, right? right? What I know, <laughs> we didn't have scales. Um, we didn't have them. Maybe you know, they they weren't in the home. Um, mm -hmm. And then there, you know, there's a time that we didn't have ex access to weighing ourselves every day. And guess what? no one cared. 
uh, <laughs> weighing ourselves was not in practice and our weight or that number had no meaning to us. Humans survived, you know, they didn't go crazy with sugar or restrict their food intake because they didn't know what they weighed. But now we have scales in the home and we're able to weigh ourselves every day or multiple times a day. We can weigh ourselves before we use the bathroom and then again after we go to the bathroom. <laughs> we yeah. get pissed, right? It's, it's true, right? We all do it. Um, <laughs> We get pissed off when the scale moves up a pound or two, or if it doesn't move at all, if we're like, you know, I'm trying to lose weight. Uh, we're so excited when the number goes down. Our emotions and our, you know, our emotions are tied to the scale. And we decide what to eat and not to eat based on that number that we see. Oh. You know, if we weigh ourselves in the morning, you're like, okay, I can eat X amount of calories today. Um, or maybe if you, you know, lost a few pounds, you're like, okay, I can have a cookie today. <laughs> you know, right. I deserve a cookie, a little allowance. Yes. Yeah. Our, you know, our self-worth is tied to the number on the scale and we are lovable or not worthy of love based on that number. And you guys, we beat ourselves up and we think horrible thoughts about ourselves, you know, thoughts that we would never ever in our whole life mm -hmm. tell our friends, tell our, you know, our child, our children, yeah. our spouse, like the things that we think about ourselves. I'm like, would I ever say that to my daughter? Oh, hell no. You know, like there's yeah. no way I would ever say that. So, you know, like I just think of like, you know, like looking at a picture of yourself, you know, you're so critical I'm like, oh my gosh, I would never say like every picture of my daughter is beautiful and amazing and right? wonderful or silly or, you know, something. So yeah. oh, we say these awful things. So, so how do I know all of this? That's because I used to do the same thing all the time. Mm -hmm. I would weigh myself multiple times a day and that would determine what I would or wouldn't eat. Um, I would beat myself up. If the number went up a pound or if it didn't go down when I was, you know, really restricting my calories and trying to lose weight. Um, it, you know, it was just so frustrating. My self-worth was tied to the number on the scale and I would tell myself horrible and hurtful things because, because of the number I saw. Yep. So these thoughts and feelings are not serving us and, you know, they are not making us thinner. They're not making the number on the scale go down. I know they're so, not even useful. Right? Right? It's like we can't, we can't hate ourselves then. Like that's, it's not possible. It doesn't work. So, so why do we subject ourselves to these thoughts all the time? So you guys, I had a turnaround with the scale once I started paleo and CrossFit. Um, I was encouraged through both communities to base health, not on the number, but on how, you know, my clothes fit and how I felt. Mm -hmm. And two, muscle weighs more than fat. And when I started CrossFit, I got a lot stronger and I did gain a lot of muscle. Um, and if you've ever done a Whole30, part of that process is that you don't weigh yourself the entire 30 days. Right. And that's because, you know, they don't want it to be, they don't want weight loss to be the main focus of the program. 
and they don't want you to just get discouraged. Like, Oh, okay. On day 10, you go and weigh yourself and you haven't lost any weight. Then you're like, Oh, well, this isn't working. I'm just going to give up. Right. Um, so I didn't weigh myself. And in fact, I got rid of my scale altogether. It was wonderful. I loved it. It was liberating. Like, you know, like burning your bra in the sixties. <laughs> I imagine I wasn't there then, but <laughs> like, burn your scale. Um, so, you know, it was out of sight, out of mind. I didn't weigh myself for a long time and I learned to base my health or, you know, weight on the fit of my clothes. Um, if my clothes were getting too tight, I was gaining weight. And if they were feeling loose, I was losing weight. And, you know, this was all well until I went to the doctor's office and I was weighed. <laughs> and guess what? I did not like the number on the scale. <laughs> So, you know, I, even though I had not weighed myself, you know, I was still under mm -hmm. the assumption that my weight needed to fall into a certain range, and it didn't. And even though my clothes fit well and I felt great, the number on the scale still got me. Right. Um, then the roller coaster of thoughts and emotions came over me. Like, oh my gosh, I need to lose weight, right? Like the numbers, you know, it's numbers too high. I need to lose weight. Right, all of a sudden. Yeah, all of a sudden, even though I was fine, fine. 30 seconds earlier. <laughs> right. Um, so, you know, like, you know, how could I weigh this much? Uh, then, you know, came in the guilt and shame of, mm -hmm. and failure, those feelings for, because I weighed a certain amount. Um, so even though I didn't use the scale and I didn't rely on it on a daily basis, which was great, I still had, you know, that emotional connection to the number on the scale that wasn't healthy. So what was I to do? Uh, <laughs> never look at the number on the scale ever again when I go to the doctor's office. Right. Just tell them, don't tell me. Yeah. If they don't tell me, mm -hmm. you could turn around or, mm -hmm. you know, maybe even refuse to step on the scale in the first place. Yeah. A lot um, of people, a lot of people will just not, they'll turn around. Both. And that is around, okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, so, you know, what was the solution for me? And I, I knew, like, I knew in my heart of hearts, like, this isn't healthy. Yeah. So I want to change this. So I looked at the root cause of my unhealthy emotional connection to the scale. I looked at my thoughts around the scale and these thoughts were not good. And they were causing me to have negative emotions about my body, my weight, and yeah. my self-worth. So once I uncovered all of my thoughts around the scale, I started changing my thoughts. And so I looked, like for me, I looked more, I looked at the facts. So the scale is a number that is calculating the pull of gravity on my body. Like that's mm -hmm. all. It doesn't take into consideration my mass. Um, the scale is just a number. Uh, the number on the scale does not determine my self-worth. It's just a number. Um, just so really looking at like factually, because I didn't, I knew I wasn't going to be like, oh, yay, let's jump on the scale and see what number it is, you know? Um, I knew I wasn't going to go from like guilt and shame because of the number to, oh, that's such a beautiful number and I'm just going to love, love myself how I am. Yep. It's hard. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. And it's, you know, and that, 
you know, so kind of taking like those baby steps almost. So going towards like looking at the facts of the matter helped me take kind of like that emotion out of it, that Mm -hmm. negative emotion out of it. So after changing my thoughts around the scale, I was able to step on the scale, see the number and be neutral about it. I didn't, um, you know, it didn't set me in this, this downward spiral of negative thoughts and emotions that led to, you know, either overeating or restricting. I didn't see the number out of hate, um, but it was more out of curiosity. And, you know, I'm not, I don't think I'm to this point, but like possibly love. <laughs> but, you know, it's more of like this curiosity and like, oh, I wonder, you know, what I weigh today. Um, yeah. So, you know, do I weigh myself every day? No, I don't. Um, but I do weigh myself about once a week, just out of curiosity. Um, and it's, you know, it's not a guessing game and it's not a shit show of thoughts and emotions that lead to negative actions. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, but it's, you know, it's like a data collection, so to speak. I can look at the number, I can see what I weigh and be done with it. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel that this is so much more freeing than when I just didn't step on the scale at all in my eyes and my my personal opinion. So, (laughs) and in fact, so I recently went to the doctors and I was weighed and it was uh, a couple pounds higher than my average weight. Um, So, you know, did I freak out? Did I instantly start thinking how awful I was for weighing a couple of pounds more than I usually do? No. I said, oh, I weigh a couple more pounds than I usually do. That's interesting. Hmm. And then I go, oh, it was probably the typhoon food. (laughs) And then I laugh a little inside because, you know, we had a typhoon, we were out of power. So we were just kind of eating, I don't want to say scraps, but like canned food, you know, just not not the healthiest food, probably like more salt than I usually eat. Um, Maybe not as many vegetables as I usually eat. So, you know, I'm just like, "Ah, that's probably the typhoon food. So, uh, and then I think the, the best part was that, you know, I got off the scale and I went on with the appointment and like, I left that number there on the scale. Mm-hmm. I went on with the appointment because I didn't have time to think negative thoughts about my body or about my weight. Um, you know, I had better things to entertain my brain with. So yeah. I left that number and I went on with the appointment and I didn't let that We affect. have more important things to do yeah. than to worry about our weight to worry about it right yeah yeah and I think that's yeah something important like I just think about back on like how much time was an energy was spent on like the number on the scale and getting to a specific number or you know like how much brain power was used and it's right just uh, manipulating that number somehow is so important yeah yeah So you're probably asking, should I weigh myself? And that's all up to you. Mm -hmm. You know, what I would suggest is developing a neutral relationship with the scale. You know, there are going to be times that the scale is there and it will bring up anxiety, fear, hatred, or host of other negative emotions. What I want for you is to lessen those negative emotions around the scale and come to a place of neutrality. So whether you weigh yourself once a day or only when you're at the doctors, wouldn't it just be great and amazing if 
it was a positive or at least, you know, a neutral experience for you. Right. That would be so amazing if it was just no yeah. big deal. Yeah. If you just got on the scale. Okay. That's the number. Okay. Let's, that's let's move number. on. Yeah. So, you know, um, you know, tagging along with that, I have a little bit of a, an exercise for everybody listening. Yeah. So if you can, I want you to grab a piece of paper and a writing utensil. And you can do this on the computer or phone if that's all you can grab in a pinch, but I want you to do some free writing on this. So just whatever thoughts come to your brain. So first, we're just going to sit quietly for a moment. And if you're not driving or washing the dishes, you can close your eyes. And we're all just going to take a deep breath together for a moment. Okay. Now I want you to imagine yourself on your scale. On the readout is your goal number, the one you've been focusing on. How do you feel? What, will, what do you believe will be different now that the scale says your goal weight? What does that number mean about you? What does that number say about you as a person? If you can, pause the podcast and write down what came up for you and then come back for this second part can't pause it just kind of listen along do this part and then when you get the chance to write it all down later so now for the second part I want you to close your eyes again and imagine that the scale readout has increased maybe it's your current weight or maybe you've gained some weight so what are you feeling right now seeing that number what does that number mean about you what does that number tell you about your life your health your motivation your drive your value as a person. So if you can, pause, write down what came up for you and come back to us. I want you to read through your answers. Are you using the scale to determine your worth as a human? Are you using the scale as the only indicator of your health? We spoke last week about other ways to evaluate your health and we had some really good ideas about it. Because the scale, the number on the scale actually is just like Kisa talked about, it's just a measure of your mass, right? That's what a pound is. I actually went to the Google and I Googled, what is a pound? And I had to, <laughs> I had to do like, like do, do a little bit of, of figuring it out because of course so much comes up about diet, but a pound is literally just a measure of your mass, but kind of only because weight is actually the measure of the intensity of the force imposed on an object by the gravitational field. So your weight depends on the gravity of where you are, since you would weigh something different on the moon. So it doesn't actually mean anything if the gravity changes. So what is it that we're measuring when we step on that scale? It's just, just a number, right? It's just a number no. to compare. So there's nothing wrong with using a scale. It's a tool. It gives you a number you can use to compare with numbers from other times in your life, right? I, if I step on a scale last Sunday and then I skip step on a scale today, I know that a pound, like I have a number that has changed. And so I know if it has gone up or it's gone down and I know how many it has gone up or down. And that's all it is. Um, it's just math. It's just a number. And that, dump, that number doesn't really mean too much. So when you think about using your scale and you read through your answers or you think about your answers, do you like your reason for using the scale? And if you don't, then go smash it immediately. <laughs> <laughs> right? 
Um, or, you know, I, I save mine. Everyone, um, I, I've gone back and forth. I've done experiments with using the scale, you know, for a long time, like I said earlier, it, you know, kind of like determined my value. And then after doing some coaching, I was weighing myself every day. More as a practice of like, just what does this number mean? It's just a number. There's not much, like, yeah. it doesn't mean too much of anything. Um, and now I, I don't really step on it again, just because um, I'm just, I'm recently looking into like body positivity and health at every size and intuitive eating. And so I'm just doing a practice of what if I just never stepped on it at all, or haven't looked at it, you know? Um, and I keep it right now because sometimes you need to weigh your luggage. Yeah. Before you, do. Before you go on a plane, you need to that know if it's pounds. Yeah. <laughs> or else that you're sitting at the airport. <laughs> by the way, that is literally the only time my husband ever steps on a scale. He has no, no thoughts about ever stepping on the scale. He does not give a crap about what that number is. Mm -hmm. And he just uses it to find out if his luggage will cost us more money or not. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's so amazing. I'm very, I'm very jealous of that sometimes. Yeah. Right. All right, folks. So we have five tips for you to kind of get started making peace with the scale. Okay. So what are those five tips? Yeah, so this is almost, you know, a process in itself, a five-step process to start mm -hmm. making peace with the scale. And the first step would be to collect your thoughts. Um, so just kind of how Mary walked you through that exercise, um, you know, like collecting all your thoughts. Like, So what are your thoughts around the scale? Uh, think about having to step on the scale. What thoughts come up for you? What if, mm -hmm. you know, what if the number has increased or decreased? What are all the thoughts that come up for you when weighing yourself? So grab a pen and paper and set a timer for 10 to 15 minutes and write down everything that comes up for you. Everything. Don't edit yourself. No, nobody has to read this. It's just for you. Nope. Just for you. Yeah. Um, so second, number two is what emotions do those thoughts bring up? So when you think these thoughts, what emotions or feelings come up for you? Um, is it fear, hatred, shame, guilt, mm -hmm. um, excitement? It could mm -hmm. be anything. So write these down as well. Uh, step three is how, how does that affect your actions? So now that you have identified your thoughts and your emotions that come up for you around the scale, how do they affect your actions? So what do you do when you feel angry or feel uh, like a failure, like mm -hmm. you're failing? So what do you actually go and do? Mm -hmm. Do you? For me, it's usually I buffer. I, I eat or I distract myself and I try to do anything to get away from that emotion. Okay. Uh, step number four is how do you want to feel around the scale? Now, how would you, um, how would you like to feel around the scale? When you think about stepping on the scale, how do you want to feel? Do you want to feel neutral? Do you want to feel indifferent, happy, accomplished, at peace? Um, what is that for you? And then number five, our last step is what thoughts would create that feeling? 
So now that you have the feeling that you would like to feel around the scale, what thoughts would you have to think in order to feel that way? Uh, now write, write these down and these thought, um, write them down and say these thoughts to yourself. And I would encourage you to say it on a daily basis or, you know, like, you know, mm -hmm. that you're going to be stepping on the scale, you know, say those thoughts to yourself when you know you're going to be stepping on the scale. Um, yeah, developing, you know, healthy, positive thoughts around the scale will help you feel healthy and positive with the number that shows up. Yeah. And it's and, totally a practice. Yeah. And I just, I just want to say that like the step five, like you don't just say them, you don't just say these thoughts once, mm -hmm. um, but you have to say them over and over again. Cause your brain wants to go back to like what you've always thought. Cause that's just the easiest thing to do. And our brain likes to do easy things. Um, so it's not just like, okay, let me just say it once and like, oh, okay. I love stepping on the scale now. Um, it's going to be, it's a process. Okay. It's, <laughs> it's a process. process. And if yeah. you can't find thoughts that, um, that make you feel good or you have questions about that, come to our Facebook group because, yes. um, you can, you can definitely bring in like your, your steps that you've written down, your thoughts, and we can help you work through like some, some kind of bridge thoughts they're called, you know, like we were talking about, sometimes you can't jump from hatred to love, you know, sometimes you need something neutral in the middle and you have to believe it. So we can help you with that. We can work through those. Yeah. And Mary, you have a bonus tip for us. I do. You know, I was reading a book. It's so funny. The book that I bought, um, the body positivity book, I actually, I thought she had two books and I bought them both. One just turned out to be the UK version. And so when I was reading through it, it was kind of fun because they measure themselves in kilograms or stones. <laughs> and so when she was talking about weight and when I, when I see other people talking about weight in kilograms or stones, like they mean nothing to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, the stone, I have no idea what the stone conversion is to pounds. Right. And so I think it's a really great idea, right? Like if somebody says, and I, I literally, like, I know nothing about this, right? If somebody said like 75 kilograms, I have no idea. Is that big? Is that little? Is that good? Is that bad? Are you healthy? Like, where do you follow on, like on the scale? I have zero idea what that number means. I don't even know if that's a number that a person could weigh. <laughs> like that might they be, could. <laughs> like they could. So good. Kisa, yeah. you must know math. I, but I, I, I know my, I know my kilogram, you know, your kilograms. And I just, you know, it's a really neat idea. If you do need to use the scale, like I was talking to my mom this morning and she was saying, you know, she uses the scale because her doctor has recommended that she kind of stay in between a couple of numbers, right? Like she's got like blood pressure things and other things that she's paying attention to. And your weight is like, it's kind of the most the easiest thing for us to look at to see how, you know, like whether things are moving in a certain direction. It's not the best way to measure it, but you know, so she kind of keep pays attention to that number. And so if you have to use the scale or if you want to use the scale, something you can do is either like change your scale to kilograms, you know, if that's a possibility. Um, somebody else, I, it might've been through um, Brooks life coach school. Um, I think, um, but they were talking about just using the last two numbers, right? So instead of 100 or 200, it's just like 75 pounds, right? You know, and it's, 
So if you're moving between 75 and 80 pounds, it's like, it just changes, it changes the feel, the flavor of it. Yeah. Um, and so just using a different way to measure. And although the numbers don't mean anything, we've just historically connected pounds to worth. And it's difficult to let go of that really quickly. So if you need or truly want to keep an eye on your weight, I recommend that you let go of pounds or whatever it is that you usually use and step over to something new that you can attach new, healthier meaning to. Awesome. Thanks, Mary. That's such a great suggestion. And it actually reminds me of when I lived in Thailand mm -hmm. and I stepped onto a scale. Um, like I didn't have a scale there. And I just remember we were at someone's house and there was a scale. I was like, oh, I'm going to step on it. And like the readout was in kilos. And I was kind of like thrown off for a second. I'm like, you know, I didn't really know what that number meant. Right. Um, so it didn't mean anything to me. Um, you know, if anything, I was like, yeah, because it's, it's lower, like the number is going to be lower, like in versus <laughs> pounds. So, um, uh, yeah, so I, I knew the conversion rate, like I know the conversion rate, but I was used to using it when I would go to the market and buy like fruit and vegetables. So I was like, okay, two kilos is, you know, like how many pounds or one kilo is how many pounds? Because I would just like kind of convert that in my head. Um, but I didn't have a reference in my head as far as like the human body weight in kilos, mm -hmm. like what should be, what should we be weighing in kilos? Um, so yeah, it had like no meaning to me. I like just stepped on. I'm like, Oh, cool. You know, cause it was like this low number. <laughs> right. And my yeah. mom was cracking me up cause she also said like the scale in her, uh, in her room is wrong. Like it's just lower. She doesn't care. She's just looking at, like, is it going yeah. up or down? Is it going up or down? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true, yeah. Like, it, it, because literally all she, all she needs to know is she's kind of, like, in this, in this range. Mm -hmm. um, so it doesn't matter if it's even the correct number. You know, you're just, like, yeah. using it for her. So we were laughing about that today. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So I hope those tips are useful, you guys. Um, definitely follow that process that Kisa walked you through. Do these exercises and really ask yourself the question, you know, why are you using the scale? And if it is to beat yourself up, then cut it out. <laughs> and then stop, stop it. it. <laughs> yeah. um, all right. So that's all we've got for you today. Thanks for being awesome as always and listening in. And if you'd like to know more about us, if you have questions or comments, head on over to our dedicated Facebook group. We talked about it earlier. Just uh, check in the search bar for the Real, well, uh, Real Life Wellness Podcast with Mary and Kisa Facebook group. Um, of course, the link will be in the show notes. And then, of course, you can always contact Mary at my website at maryelisepreston.com. That's M-A-R-Y. A-L-Y-C-E-P-R-E-S-T-O-N.com or Kisa at her website at KisaAmaro.com and that is K-E-Y-S-A-A-M-A-R-O.com. Definitely drop us and, any questions. Oh, oh, yes, I'm sorry. Oh, I just I just wanted to step in here, Mary. Um, yes, please. And just remind our listeners that the five tips that we shared with you um, and the bonus we'll put in the show notes. So if you weren't able to write them down while listening, they'll be there in the show notes for you. So you can um, download those and you'll have them there with you. That's Absolutely. it. We talk about, we try to get that info in there for you. <laughs> Thank you, Kiva.
Yes, and so go there for those tips. Go there. We also usually write the, um, we give you the basic notes for the show. Sometimes we go off of those, um, but you can get a general idea. And uh, if you have any questions or comments, let us know. Facebook, Instagram, the comment section below on our blogs. Uh, we love questions. And yes. we want you to tell us what you want to know. Mm -hmm. All right, folks. That's all. Okay. Bye. Bye.